the Fitzy and Whipper podcast. Michael Bublé, what a voice that man has and one of the greatest interviews that we've had on this show as well. He's a superstar, isn't he? And what a great bloke. You know, you do interviews over the years and he is without doubt in the top three every time. So he obviously is away from the family. Can I jump in, Fitz? No, you can't. I'm sorry, mate. Just this song. When I live with Gary in Perth, um, he would get emotional listening to this song. He, Sarah, you would know this, but you can't knock he emotional. would cry if this song came on. Oh, it's his favourite song. Sensitive, isn't he? So it's about home, you what know? A beautiful beast. Yeah. I want to go home right now. <laughs> hey, um, so, so anyway, he's away quite a bit touring and obviously um, he's away from the family. Um, so when he comes home, he had a bit of a surprise. His son Noah, who Noah's been through quite a bit as well, hasn't he, Sarah? He's had yeah, he had cancer when he was four. Cancer. Well, Noah is 12 years of age now. And you know what? He got very emotional, Michael Bublé, when he came home and found out that Noah had learned one of his songs on the piano. Isn't that beautiful? Aww. So then Michael didn't believe it. He said to his wife, you start filming and I'll sing along if he does get it right. The song is called I'll Never Not Love You. He wrote this for his wife and this is his son on the piano. Every time my hand He's starting to cry. on the kid. Gives you goosebumps. Yeah. Noah, you can play it. He's getting emotional, Michael. This is his son on the piano. Bring it home, Michael. He's so good. Do you know the one thing I think about, though? That, I mean, the pressure on the kid to be good at music. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, and you know what? Great present for your dad. And you know what? He sounds really good on the piano. Yeah, by all means, tour if you want. But what if, what if there is a moment where the son goes, sitting there with his piano teacher going, I'm just not into this at all. <laughs> I always think I about like that this. too, like... If the kids don't share interests, I always think that's cool because I'll be able to then yeah. learn something else. Well, that's right. So selfishly, I'll expand my mind by, by becoming interested in what they want to do. That's a nice angle. Don't, yeah, sure. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'll push them really, really hard, says, into what I want to do mm. and what I like to do. But you're going to learn something new. But see, Fitz, what do you do then with the kids if they're not into footy? Like you've said before, Lenny's not as into it. You have to be 100% supportive, don't you? As you <laughs> push them out of the car be towards right, mate. football training. Be right. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, at the moment, like Lenny doesn't want to do athletics at the end of the year because none of his mates are doing it. Yeah. And, it's like, and I'm like, well, what else are you going to do? And he goes, I don't know. I, I, I won't do any sport at all. Oh, how'd that go down? <laughs> well, you're not sitting and I'm playing video games. Yeah, that's why I, when I reflect on my childhood, I had an outstanding stamp collection and then I started um, a butterfly collection when Did Dad... John, was John into stamps? John was supportive, yeah, because quite often I would ask for stamps for Christmas to expand my collection. Um, but wow. then when Dad built the butterfly enclosure, I remember him thinking, he must have been thinking now that I look back, 
what the hell have we given birth no, to? No, he wouldn't. He would have been loving the fact you were passionate about I, something. Any yeah. sort of passion for a kid is, That's is right. fantastic. As I ran around after school with a net in the backyard trying oh. to catch a monarch. Oh, can I, look, we're, we're, are you are you related to somebody famous? Okay, so we're gonna and you know what, Hannah ha, Hannah handles this really really well. You reckon? Hannah Sterling, he's a, she's a producer, a new producer on the show, and she is the daughter of Peter Sterling, Parramatta's finest, New South Wales finest. One is of the Sterling greatest. your dad? Oh, oh, oh okay. <laughs> yeah. No so, way. So first of all, Hannah, you're an only child, aren't you? Correct. Yeah. Okay, and then so you were born obviously a girl. So Thank what you was, for clarifying. What, what was your dad's thoughts? Because everyone would have thought, oh, Sterling would have loved to have had a boy and a little footballer. You know, he was really happy. At least that's what he's told me. Yeah. Um, because Mum had kind of said to him, "Oh, I'm sorry. You know that I couldn't have given you a son, oh. and you know he could have played footy and followed in your footsteps." Yeah. But I think that's the last thing that Dad wanted. He yeah. he pushed me in direction of every other sport, yeah. not even women's footy. football. Yeah, because now it's a bigger thing. Yeah. Well, absolutely. when I was at school, I actually tried out for Touch. the mixed rugby league Good. team. Yeah. Um, still, I would have. Didn't tell Mum and Dad when when put my name down. For it, I yeah. was the only girl, and it was all boys. Wow! And um, then I went home, told Dad, and he's like, "Absolutely not!" And I said, "No, nah, it's all good. I just went for the free sausage sandwich. I'm okay. not actually. Gonna, <laughs> I'm not actually." So you weren't play. that interested. <laughs> I can wasn't you, interested. Can you give us an example though? Living in the shadow of Peter, Peter Sterling, yeah. like some of the examples that you used to cop at school and and, and people trying to get to your father. One that really comes to mind was at school like when I was a lot younger scratch and sniff stickers that was oh, it. Like that's when you'd made it that's oh, yeah. when you knew the chocolate you'd one had, or the strawberry, yeah, yeah, strawberry. Oh, yeah, and strawberry. the more you got the cooler you were yeah. so teacher comes up to me and says Han you've been fantastic today can I grab your diary I'll pop in a good note and a scratch and sniff and I was like oh, absolutely awesome. here you go yeah. end of the day it gives me back my diary I go home open it up and it says hey Pete any chance we could get tickets to that game? You're kidding me. Coming up this weekend. You're kidding me. Nothing to do with, with you. me. Nothing. Oh, I got Han. the sticker. You got the But it had absolutely nothing to do Hannah, with anything what? I had done that Hannah day. Hannah is such a great student. <laughs> Any chance of five tickets to the game on the weekend? Uh, to Origin that 3. That is a disgrace. Yeah. And I still know exactly what teacher. I'm not going to say it on here. Yep. But I'd see him walking around the school. No, what a scam. When I got older and side-eye him. And, and you talk about your dad's achievements. Fitz, I don't know if you're aware of this. Sturlow was on the panel the night that Craig McLaughlin performed stand-up. Oh, he was there on the footy he was, show. He was on the panel on stage. He saw that firsthand closer than anybody else because he was there. Oh. What a moment that must have been for Sturlow. Amazing. The Fitzy and Whipper podcast.